You ready? Unable. <laughs> ready w- and able. I'm to, willing to. Two very important. Oh, three important <laughs> things to be. This is the John Peckman Podcast coming to you from Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance in beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Woo-hoo. Come over the bridge. I told you. you. Come over the bridge. You go through one set of lights and then you start looking left and you will find us. We are here. Can't miss it. Nope. We are everywhere that podcasts can be heard. We are on YouTube. Like, subscribe, do something with your life. We are here with the one, the only, Ray Morant, guitar player, singer, writer. Hey, thanks for having me. Gemini. I've been looking forward to this. Scorpio. Libra. Libra. I'm a Libra. The scales. Now, I think if I kept a spreadsheet, which I don't, I would guess, I would... Would you think this is true? I probably played more gigs with you than anyone that I've ever played gigs with. Probably. You, you, and, you and Ed Corvo and I have the longest musical history. It's like right up. Crazy. Yeah. I, I can't remember who I did a gig first with. Either you or he. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, oh. I mean, we, we've known each other, what, 30 I years? Yeah, I can't even be. remember. Yeah. It could be wow, that's creepy. <laughs> it could be thirty years. A lot of gigs, <laughs> man. A lot of gigs. I remember the first time I met you was at. It must have been late eighties at oh, the wow. Battle of the Bands that the Hartford Advocate used to do. Okay, yeah. And at and Boppers, you, probably at Boppers. Oh, exactly. that was my big moment. Oh, that was it. And no. you killed it. I was like, I gotta play with this guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. I remember that. Um. You were rocking the purple hair, I think, at the time. Probably, yeah. yeah it was any any color that there could have been, you know, at one point or another. Um, what are you doing with yourself musically now, and then we'll work backwards. You know, like what are you up to? Uh, not <clears throat> much in the uh, creative sense, other than gigs. You know, I'm playing yeah, a lot yeah, of gigs yeah, still, yeah. but uh, it's the writing and producing music has faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, life gets in the way, the day job got in the way. Yep. But uh, fortunately, I'm still lucky enough to play a lot of gigs. And, That's cool. Know, that every once in a while, though, I'll, I'll have, the, I'll have in, the inspiration to open up the, the, the you know, recording software and get yep. back into it. Yeah, and then close the recording software. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that my recording chops fade quicker than my musical really? chops. Really? Yeah, it's, oh. it's weird. You know, if you don't, if you don't stay on it, I didn't know that. You know, at least once, you know, once a month or something like that. Huh. All the keystrokes, you got to, what was that? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I haven't had my own recording setup in a long, long time. You always had some sort of setup. For what, or, so when I first met you and we started doing stuff, you had quite yeah. the setup. And I think that's one of the first times we played together was in, in the basement in yep. the south end of Harford. Yep. Yep, Fairfield that. Avenue. I next had that to little the church. Yeah, right next to the church. Yep. We we had some, I still got some tracks kicking around from there, man. I have enough oh, yeah? to, I'm gonna have to resurrect those. That was pretty cool. Yeah. What what were you running then? That was a old half inch analog Fostex tape deck that I yeah, bought right. from Jim Jim Chapdelaine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's he funny. had upgraded and I and I bought his. And you're ta- like, I'll take it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a bunch of mics. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, that became a, uh, you know, that became an addiction. You know, buying gear. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the beginning? Was that your first rig? 
That was my first recording rig, yeah. Uh, oh. No, excuse me. I had a uh, Tascam four-track, excuse me, yeah, four-track sure. cassette. Oh, yeah, 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 I had one of those. <laughs> that yeah. thing was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That must have been 1985. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you got Jim Chapter rig, you're like, here we go. Yeah, that was cool. And then I started, you know, really learning it. And yep. Learning how consoles worked. I, mm-hmm. I had an old, uh, what was it, Soundcraft Spirit. It was mm-hmm. a... A, yeah, they they marketed it for budget recording people. Yeah, and it was a it was a really cool setup, you know. For the time, that's just when the industry started getting uh, affordable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you could, you could actually do it in the basement. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, why don't you? We'll we'll get that. That'll be somewhere in the middle. So tell us how your music, your whole music thing starts. Like, how does it start? Um. How, how I developed family, yeah, yeah. My mom was a, a classical pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she immigrated from Spain. She was a, you know, studied at. She came here to study at Juilliard, and oh, wow. she was at Conservatory of Paris and Conservatory of Madrid. Wow! And then she was teaching at Hart. Um, so, and then there was a community. She met my father, who was a uh, you know sp- Spanish as well, and uh, so I started. She had me playing Suzuki violin as a little kid. Oh wow! And then I took you know piano lessons. Uh, with her, and then went to trumpet. Oh, and wow. then yeah, kind of. Uh, and then I want to. Then I want to play guitar. That, you know, my parents said, "No way, you're gonna quit that too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Little did they know. They were like, "Buy your own guitar." Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. saved up. I bought a guitar, and then they saw it. I like. They saw that I was sticking to it. Oh, really? And this is when I, I was a teenager. So they started. You know, they paid for lessons. Why guitar? I was listening to Jimi Hendrix and Led oh, Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, Why "There's else? no trumpet." Yeah, there's no, there's no show, but I'm out. <laughs> That's cool. So Hendrix. Hend- Led Zeppelin, yeah. Hendrix, yeah. ZZ Top. What else? You know, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath yeah. was huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's what kind of opened my ears up. And then I started getting into soul yep. you know, bands, yep. old old disco, old soul. Sure. And then just and then I started listening. When I heard George Benson, I was like, whoa, oh, this wow. is amazing. Cool. I love cool. George Benson. That's cool. But and it was kind of all over the board for me, but my roots were rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. 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 George Benson. Yeah, I started really digging on George Benson. Yeah, that's cool. So it, it's kind of weird, you know, how, what rabbit holes you go down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You kind of, I would, uh, I would binge on something for a while. And then here's something else that kind of opened my ears. Now it's am- it's amazing, you know, yeah, how yeah. you can algorithms are are beautiful. Yeah, everything, 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 all the all at once. And like, whoa, where did this artist come from? Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, we live in the in the best of times, in that sense. Like anything you're into, just get into it. Nobody cares, yeah. you know. Like you could just pretend. Like I listen to old things. I just pretend it's new. I don't care. I just get. Oh into yeah, it, you know. Oh just yeah. Get into it pretend that it that nothing else exists it's funny so you taught yourself so now you're now you're getting into the guitar yeah i started i started teaching myself guitar and getting into it and then my parents saw that i was digging it you know when i was a teenager i must have been i don't know 15 yeah uh, i started getting into it and they they paid for lessons i stuck with it had a band in high school um, where'd you take lessons jimmy bell no, but I was a fan. Yeah, yeah, huge yeah. fan. Bell Attack. Oh. Bell Attack was before 
joined forces, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I was not. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Know. I used to go check out all those bands. Yeah, yeah. Fountainhead. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fountainhead was kicking around. I used to go to Fountainhead. I had a fake ID. Oh, I was 16. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I had a fake idea. I was Checking going. Be, I was Growing able to a beard. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Every, I looked like a tiny, teeny buffer. But yeah. back then, the drinking age was 18. Oh, wow. So it was 18. I'm an so old guy. So you could pass. I, yeah. Pass. I could sneak through. Yeah, that's cool. So you're seeing all those bands going, yeah. someday that's going to be me up there. And it was rock and roll back then. I mean, places were packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big production, big sound systems in clubs right around the corner. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, remember yeah. the Sting? Yep, sure. I remember the Sting for sure. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. You, you must be a couple of years older than me. I didn't. The drinking age was always twenty-one. Yeah. When I was whatever. I'm a couple of years older than almost everybody. Oh well, no, that's <laughs> not true. Some people are older. Um, yeah, that must have been something. I never. I always got. I always got there too late for everything like i was just like oh man you should have seen it that's that was my thing yeah yeah like everything that i did had already peaked by the time i got there so i got to hear all the stories but i didn't really that's but that's all right i don't know there's plenty of stories <laughs> in our day yeah no yeah there, no, we made a few i made a few stories of my own but as far as that thing like the drinking age being 18 oh, yeah. and you could just you know you could be a local rock star and and play. I, that was never my my experience. I got there. Too I was late. a fan at the time when that happened. You know, I I think I started getting into it. There was still a pretty robust scene in the late '80s and early '90s. Mm-hmm. It was still it was still going pretty well. And I mean, Connecticut is very music rich, in my opinion. I I speak to people that are musicians around the yeah you know around the country, and they're like, man, Connecticut's got a lot of gigs. Yeah, if you want to. They're not great gigs, but they're they they pay. That's interesting. You know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I've I've often thought that that it, even if you're going to get out of Connecticut, at least in New England, we have access. Yeah. So you could develop as a player by like you know like when I was in Eight to the Bar or whatever regional bands, you could play five nights a week, right? Because you Boston to here to there to there to there to there. Instead of just local, only local. And there was a lot of great musicians in the Northeast. Yeah, I think that's everywhere. true. I think that's true. I mean, I don't know what it's like anywhere else, but I have ears. Yeah. And, I, you know, there's been world-class players here ever since I've been doing it. And I know that there's, there's still music going on. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, when I have a night off, I want to find something that's cool. Yeah. And it's just where do I find? Somebody should set up like just a live music website. Yeah, I yeah. know they used to exist, yeah, yeah. but well, I think in w- when we were in our prime and and beyond or whatever, it was like you don't realize little things like the advocate, right? That held it together in a way, right? You could open it up and find out what's going on on a Tuesday night or Wednesday right. night. Like right now, if I wanted to go see live music, and I know there's live music somewhere, Art Street, I guess, right? Oh, how would You'd I find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, like, I call. Oh, yeah, I did a gig last night. I talked to my musician friends. Oh, yeah, I was playing at so and so place. Yeah, it's like shit. I wish I'd yeah, known. I'd come yeah. out and have dinner there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did. Yeah. I. Uh oh. Ding ding ding. What was that? That's a chime. Who knows? All right. Who cares? Um. But yeah, so we, there we, you are. We had a lot of history. We did a lot of gigs. Remember in Main Street, right here in Middletown, at. Uh, Laboco we used to play and what was that place called? It, it Eli Cannons. Eli too. Cannons. 
But there was another joint. What was that? We were, uh, we were fairly regular over there. Yeah, that <coughs> was... Excuse me. Um, Mama's or... Yeah, what was that called? Little City Cafe. Little City. Yeah. Do you remember Little that, Dave? Yeah. Little City, probably where the bank is. What, what What's there no, now? No, it's where the uh, the Asian restaurant was, um, yeah. Forbidden City. Forbidden City, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But down near where Laboka is now. North West. North End. Yeah, South same area. Yeah. They were like same area. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of gigs over there, Little City. And then he, we did plenty of gigs in Hartford, Boppers mm-hmm. even. Boppers. Sully's. Yep. That place was legendary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Art Street. Art Street, sure. All that stuff. Wow, we're already sounding old. Yeah. Already we're only twelve minutes in. We're already like, And there's oh, still man. gigs out there, you know. I'm yeah, still yeah. I'm still doing two three two gigs a week usually. Yeah. That's so pretty cool. now my daughter's booking most of the gigs, so <laughs> Yeah, that's kinda wild. Yeah. So talk about that. Yeah, she's like, a she's yeah. a singer and she's she's a full time musician. Um, and her new she's a she's a bit into DJing yeah. now. She she followed your footsteps. Oh, and she loves doing mixes and house music. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're I'm playing two gigs with her this week. Wow, that's, yeah. that, that's wild. You never imagined that would happen. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like another thing. Like, okay, do this now. So there you are, uh, checking out bands. Did you? So, what was your first band that got you in the scene, or even just first band? The first band that I I had a band in high school called Broken Pieces. Okay. And then there was the first band that kind of was cool that everybody was into it, like a gang was the Monster Band. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we were really into it. You know, we were all gun hold. You know, traveling. All over the place for no money and yeah. having fun. Yeah. You know, packing into a van with B.O. and beer. <laughs> sure. So who all? That was... Uh, the original Monster Band. Rob McGreeno was sure. in it. Uh, Drew Saxophone. Blacken. Drew. Um, Jeff Brown was playing yep. drums. Sure. Yep. And that was pretty much the core. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then, Four then, piece. Then there was some, you know... Oh, Marty Carangelo was okay. the keyboard player. Okay. He, was, he was the core, too. Okay. Yeah. He came into it, you know. So once you guys figured that out, you're like, this is it. Yeah, we're having a blast. Yeah. We did a lot of original music. Everybody was into it. Um, Yeah, and just had, and there was a good good scene. That's where I met, you know, a lot of musicians, Mm -hmm. um, you know, through the Hartford scene. Yep. Uh, Ed Corvo, I met him at like a mini music festival. Oh, okay. That was locally, that was here too. It was a six-star music festival. That must have been, shoot. Wow. 1990 or 91. Yeah, God only knows. I met him and Clary there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's funny. So all of a sudden, Middletown. So where did you grow up? I grew up in New Britain. Okay. And I lived in Hartford, you know, for a lot of years, but okay. I grew up in New Britain. So Middletown, that's like Clary and Corvoville. Yeah, Corvoville and Clary, exactly. Down here, yeah. But I met them at the Six Star Music Festival, and uh, the bass player was late. And, and I said, hey, hey, bass player from, from Clary's band, can you cover for us? He's like, well, I don't know the stuff. I was like, well, we'll, we'll have yeah, to. we don't, we don't either. <laughs> we don't either. <laughs> yeah. And, and then right. right before we went on, uh, Drew showed up. So, oh wow, where was he? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Drew. Drew Glass. Drew was a great musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. longer with Rest us. Rest his soul. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, it must have been. I probably knew you. 
but maybe not that well. But I remember seeing the Monster Band for the first time. It was, again, it was at one of those band slam things, and you yeah. guys were playing in the basement at Boppers. Oh. And I was like, wow. In the basement at Boppers? I think so. I think so. It could be. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Either there or there was, we also, we did play in the basement at Boppers, actually. Yeah. And we also played in the basement one year at uh, the Muni. The okay. Muni downtown had a basement performance area. Yeah. Remember that place? Yeah. Yep. That place was great. Yeah, the Muni. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but who knows? It could have been the Muni that I saw you guys down there. Yeah, and there's Drew with his orange bass. Yeah, or whatever. he was a character. Yeah, real character. And he was tied in with, with Jim Chapdelaine and, yep. and that scene. And, uh, you know, uh, Jim was an expert recording yep. engineer, and they had a great band, too, Mr. Wright. Yep. So yep. it was a, uh, a scene. You know, and I used to come out and check out you guys play, you know, when yep. – Swinging away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, a blast. You got that right. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, th yeah, there's a little bit of a scene. So, and you remember that funk gig you were doing uh, with, uh, with you put together at um, what was the place on Franklin Avenue or Maple Avenue in Hartford? Oh, Chris what? Peters' place, but before Chris owned it. Oh, uh, South City. Yeah, 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 South City. So that was the Tongue and Groove. That's right. Era. Tongue, tongue and Groove era. Yeah, and then. And I think you had like a house gig going on there or uh, once in a while you'd play. Well, I ended up in Tongue and Groove for a hot minute. Yeah. Until I joined and ruined the vibe and they did the old break the band up but reform without you scenario. Ruined the vibe. <laughs> Which is, well, no, I mean, I ruined a lot of vibes. but <laughs> Meaning um, that you wanted to make it sound really good? <laughs> no, I just think I wasn't, I just wasn't part of their their yeah, yeah, yeah. their click but as a player i was in in the click but somehow it i didn't but um so anyway f so from so i used to go see tongue and groove every thursday at south city oh yeah <clears throat> and i loved them they were great tommy stone huh? yeah yeah one of the greatest <laughs> he's out in montana now yeah oh yeah yeah would, um, would grow me yeah yeah exactly so i was like i gotta get involved in this and somehow i ended up in the drum gig and then so i quit a to the bar to do that and then the band fell apart w once i joined and then they reformed they they created deep banana blackout oh that's right you know that's right, so right. i i just kind of like then they they went off so you were basically responsible for for the formation well, of deep banana black i don't in it, my opinion yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know if that's exactly but that's as I remember it, and then Cynthia and A to the Bar in an effort to placate me because I wanted to play more funk. Yeah, and that's, that's why right. I quit. She said, "Well, we'll form a fun we'll do a funk side gig." That's what it was to, to keep you keep him happy. And so, yeah, for a hot minute, we kind of took over the South City thing with our little, and it it didn't really work out. Then yeah. I just ended up back in A to the Bar, but she did kind of skew it a little more. So it was a, it ended up being a compromise. They're yeah, still playing, like, aren't they? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, no, it is amazing. Um, yeah, I tried to get Cynthia here, but she not yet. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, that was that was that whole scene. But yeah, the South City scene that was pretty cool. I used to go up there all the time. That's right. Yeah. You know, whenever I wasn't working, I was up there. And then Chris Peters opened up uh, Sweet Jane's. Yep. They were, the music was playing there. Yep. Of course, he managed Sully. Sully's was one of the landmarks. Yep. 
for dive bar music. Yep. Yeah, I still have a real um, penchant for playing roadhouse dive bars. Yeah, yeah. They just sound better to me. Yeah, yeah. You I know, know what you mean. I know it's more mean. intimate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you no. feel the you feel the audience. I agree with you. Whenever whenever we we um like when whenever P bar comes to town, and we do like you know a little string of dates. It's, I like doing the Infinity Hall because it's, but I'm more comfortable playing at the Old Well. Yeah. When people are shooting pool and and rocking out and rocking out, and maybe they're paying attention, maybe they're not, and you're trying to yeah. get them. I like that better than people paying to get in and stare at you. I just crack under the pressure. I can't. I get like. And also, weird. you don't have to worry about if your monitor's mix is fucked up. It doesn't right. mess up the gig because you can hear everybody. Yeah. You know, if you have a, you don't have to spend half hour getting mixes right and everything yeah. else. Yeah, we just do it on the on the on the go. We're good at that, better at that in a way. Yeah, and you end That's what up. I'm used to anyways. Yeah, yeah, and then you and, and and then if it ends up being decent, you're like, oh, yeah, we'll it's do better it again. than I thought. Hell yeah! Rather than doing a big gig and feeling disappointed. I know. <laughs> oddly, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I like I like the dive bars too. You know, I don't mind that. I get nervous when everybody's looking at me, you know. But I get nervous when they're when they're not looking either. So I don't know. It must might be a personal problem. <laughs> I gotta work on that. You're very relaxed now, John. Oh well, you know. Hey, that happens. Let the record show on this date in history. It's November thirtieth. It's my wife's birthday Ooh, today. Happy birthday, Paula. Hey, happy birthday, Paula. And I got my booster a couple hours ago. I'm kind of drooping a little bit. I think that's all right. Who cares? But just let the history show. I'm getting ready to get boosted. Yeah, yeah, get boosted. Yeah, yeah. So there you are running around. So your studio thing, did you ever, so you were re recording yourself or your bands. Did you ever like, was that a commercial? Well, you had a couple of spots. Talk yeah, about that I had, whole thing. that's right. Um, that was always part the of my skeleton, core. skeleton, that spot, we'll that, talk about that later. Oh, yeah, that was one of the early spaces. Yeah. Um, prior to that, I had a studio in Horace Bushnell Church on uh, mm -hmm. Albany and Vine Street in Hartford. That place was great. We I don't recorded. know if I remember that. I don't think you had been up there. That must have been... I'd, I'd known you already. That was early 90s. Yeah. Um, I recorded some sessions up there in the choir room with the Corvo Brothers. We did, we did a few tracks up there, um, and it was... And they had a pipe organ there too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you record it? Never recorded the pipe oh. organ, but it was spectacular. <clears throat> um, but I've, I heard it fired up. The musical director there was an amazing organ player, this guy Phil. And I used to do the services on Sunday and produce music with him. So, and what the, you, re, you recorded their services? I would record their services, and we used to record, you know, gospel music up in the in the choir room with the studio. Oh, I had that's a studio cool. up there, yeah. So I was kind of salaried through the church. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, I'd I'd, I'd get paid to to record and to do this the audio. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, it was great on sun, every Sunday service. It, it helped me uh, keep a clear head on. Got to get up early though. That's yeah. Nice. So I, I wouldn't I was, have done that. <laughs> A couple of Sundays I was hurting, but it actually forced me to kind of keep a clear head yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sunday services. And then during the week, you know, we'd uh, we'd work on songs, um, and that lasted. That was a, maybe a couple of years. I was over there a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So um, you just kept your stuff there. I kept my stuff there. Cool. Yeah, up in that choir room. It was a it was a beautiful room. It had a like a 
ov- uh, oval shaped ceiling and it sounded yeah, amazing yeah. That's for wild. drums. Yeah, it was wild. I can imagine that. It, and it looked over Albany Avenue and the other side of it looked over the sanctuary and it was a beautiful church, historical church. Horace Bushnell, now it's called Liberty. Um, and then, you know, some of the, they'd do these revivals and they'd bring in amazing uh, choirs from all, when they do a revival, all choirs from around the state and Massachusetts yeah, 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 yeah. would come. And so churches would, and um, you know, some of the churches from New Haven and Bridgeport, I mean. So at you're one, hearing it all. You're hearing, hearing it best. all. Hearing it all. And I mean, when, cool. when you got like 50 people jammed up, up onto the pulpit area singing, <laughs> your hair just stands up. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. When you have 50 human beings singing, singing simultaneously, it was like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you start believing. You vibrate. Yeah, yeah, you start yeah. believing is right. <laughs> like maybe there's something to this. And it takes a lot for me to believe, and I was a believer. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah, man. That's that was, exciting. That was, uh, yeah, that was a, a really, uh, I mean, all, all of my life was a lot of learning musical experiences. That was a beautiful one, too. And that's got to be a, a good challenge, too, because you're miking up the instruments and the choir and, and you learned a lot oh, yeah, just making that happen. Yeah, and then playing music, too, with the musical director when we were recording and performing and, and producing. It was, it was really cool. That is cool. I didn't know that. That's where I first met, you know, Dexter, Dexter Petaway, the drummer. I know I've met him. I don't know him that well. So he's an organ player, too. Oh, wow. And he was the drummer and the brother-in-law of the uh, Mm. he was like 13 at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's a real good organ player, too. Um, And then, you know, throughout my life, I've been blessed to to meet a lot of tremendous musicians, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then after that, I uh, I think. Yeah, after that, I I had my studio in the basement when I where I met you. Okay, um, at your house. At, at the my house. house. Yep, correct. Yep. I remember that. And then I was there for some years. I usually always had some some little space rented out yep. to, to record, you know, rehearse and stuff like that, which is what I'm missing right now. That's why probably why I'm going insane. I don't have my own personal, you know, music yeah, yeah, setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a couple of years. Well. Figure it out, I guess. Yeah, all I guess. Is, yeah, good idea. Yeah, um, were you recording other people? Yeah, I would. I would record other bands would come in, and then you know my own bands, and, yep. and uh, it was also rehearsal space, you know, for oh, right. hanging out and rehearsing tunes yep. for for gigs. Yep, uh, they always overlapped. And then you know I had that place in in New Britain, the skeleton, skeletons, that and, place. Where Matt Franklin was uh, was renting out with me for a while. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. So that, what was the name of their band again? The with Flames. Cri- the Flames, yeah, right? Yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. Flames. So he had. So where New? How do I? How do we explain? This was another. This was before the Monster Lab, but this was in uh, the Amodio building, which was old. Um, they were like a moving and storage company. Okay. Remember Amodio Movers in New Britain, and they they like have a, a lot giant of those warehouse. Giant warehouse, just spooky. Yeah, yeah. Creepy place. Well, that, so here's part of it. So yeah, and you were like, it, and your room was like in in it. In it. So you had to go into the labyrinth, and there was when you went in, if you didn't turn the lights on, you didn't. There was no lights on, but you had to walk through this kind of labyrinth of chain link fences where there was i don't know storage storage behind there but there were tarps and it took me a while the first few times 
when I'm walking through and what's that behind me? Yeah. You realize you're making the wind when you're walking that's moving <laughs> the tarp behind you. But it's such a creepy place anyway that like the first few times I'm like, so the whole time I was there, I was just like really uptight. Like what, like it freaked oh, me yeah. out. And then I went out into the building one day, you know, just like, let me see what's around here. And I don't know what part of this was, but they, they, it was like a filing system, which is now probably in a hard drive now, but they had record. It was like a library. There were aisles and aisles and aisles of folders and files yeah. and folders. And it was a bike where, where someone said, you got to go find claim number 8,034. And the guy would get on his <laughs> little bicycle. That's how big this joint was. And I went, I was, ra I randomly picked, so it looked, picture like a library just aisles and aisles and aisles and aisles identical i picked a random one and it went so far you couldn't even see the wall i said well, let me walk down this and see if i could scare myself because i like to scare myself and i get all the way down to the very end of this aisle and there's the wall but then over here there's a door like a door i'm like why is there a door at the end of the one aisle that i picked randomly so I'm like, open the door, and it's completely black in there. And I'm like, what is in there? So I reached over and hit the light switch. There was a light switch, and I said, all right, here we go. And I turned the switch on, and no light went on. But I just heard, <laughs> like it was a bigger room. And I'm like, what is in there? And it freaked me out. And I just left, and I thought, no one knows where you are. You're down some random aisle. You're, I'm like, what if this is hell? What if this is a... Yeah, I, I and never so I left. that deep. So I just left, and it bothered me. And I would just think randomly, I would be like, "What? that door is there now. <laughs> What's behind that door? And I was like, there's got to be skeletons in there. And I was like, what if you went in that door, and it shut behind you, and you were locked in there, and you did that would be it. You'd be so. And then remember the monster lab, those old industrial buildings in New Britain were amazing. Yeah. I love those buildings. I know yeah, they're, they're wild, but yeah, they were so the yeah, monster freight lab elevator. was giant. The yep. freight elevator. We were on both sides. Yeah. Yep. That was another, uh, yeah, that, that building was called. So uh, the little monster lab. And then now we're talking about the other, the big, the big one. monster. Yeah, lab. That was right. cool. That was a cool I place. love those spaces. Yeah. And cool spaces to hang out in. We had some good times up there. We recorded a lot of records up at the Monster Lab. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of events, art events. Yep. Yeah, you're doing we did video. I posted yeah. something about you you coming here now. We did a thing. That's right. Yeah. There was a little that we had some uh UI and editing. Cameras. Yeah. 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 And there we are with there I am with less chins, all looking <laughs> yeah. young. I'm like, wow, look at that. <laughs> There we are. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Well, and that yeah. was a great, that was, it was like this giant uh, performance room. Yeah. Like with panoramic views looking over to South. Yeah, that South. was a cool spot. Yeah, it was under the, that was the Harris building in New Britain. Okay. I mean, that, that was like Gotham City shit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a cool place. Yeah, we did some, we did some good records there. Yeah, and that was, a, that was a good spot to hang out in. And how about the warehouse? Oh right. right, and Remember, then the warehouse. And then the warehouse. Remember, oh, yeah. we opened up for Mint Condition. I had a yep. music uh, music nightclub in, yep. on Bartholomew Street. That was another ancient manufacturing building in Hartford. Yep, yep. The warehouse. That was fun. That was for fun. a while. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, 
tried to open a club. You remember the, um, see, I got all these creepy stories. So, yeah. So the warehouse was. That was 1999. Okay. So that was another. Wait, excuse like, me, 2009. And what was it? That was 2009. Before, in case anyone's curious. The spaghetti warehouse was, was a restaurant. Okay. And then prior to that, it was like a, a rubber manufacturing plant, if I, re- okay. if I understand the history correctly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just who knows what kind of skeletons were buried in oh, that man. Flat place. So here's what I remember about that. So that's another place. So Ray had like this nightclub, bar, nightclub, big venue. and But I, of course, I would always go off. I would wander what else is in this building because that's what I do. I go, well, let's see what else. And I found this stairway. Do you remember the bloody handprint? Oh, yeah. yeah it was like a stairway and there was n- no lie, a giant bloody handprint with a smear i'm like what happened here what happened here and i would just imagine try to concoct all the scenarios and the bloody the, handprint the warehouse was over these ancient um sewer system in harford that oh, to boy. date i don't think have been upgraded mm. and at one certain point during rains and stuff like that it would just stink like raw sewage it which was, it was which it was not like raw like, sewage it was, it was raw, raw sewage <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was a thing for a while. Yeah. That was, that was a good vibe. We didn't, um, who else did we open for there? Yeah. You brought in some people. We, we opened for mint condition. Yep. That was a good one. Uh, soul live. Soul live. Yeah. You brought soul live in. That's right. Drummer had a, that was funny because I used to like soul live. You, Dave liked soul live. I think you were the one that turned me on to soul live. So I'm like, Oh man, I love this drummer. And Ray booked him. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna see him. And the drummer broke his hand. You remember that? Oh, that's did the whole right. gig with one hand. I was like, Damn! <laughs> I was excited. I'm like, Oh, I'm yeah. finally gonna see this guy play. And the whole time he's <laughs> that's like, That's right. Was he one of the brothers? Because there's two brothers in the band. I don't remember. I think the keyboard player is a keyboard player is a. Uh, I think it's a keyboard player and a drummer actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I just remember he had a broken hand, so he was either not using it or when he was, it was just like, Ow! You know every. <laughs> Yeah. That's that right. Was, that's like, whoops. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Who else did you bring in there? You must remember. Yeah. Uh, the main ones were that I remember, Mint Condition, sure. Soul Live. Yeah. And then, you know, we gave it a shot with some other yep. bunch of local bands. It was just off the beaten path. Sure. And. Uh, but yeah, that was cool. That yeah, was a we, cool spot. We did a cool conference there with Turbo Sound. They did like a. A uh, an expo on their line array, you know, like an industry. Yeah, yeah, I remember industry that. event. It was really cool. Yeah, you had the right idea. Yeah, we played for that too. I think, didn't Did we? we? Yeah, probably. I I have I multi tracked that. I got those tracks somewhere. I got all these tracks of us yeah, yeah, yeah. buried in in hard drives. I gotta resurrect yeah. everything. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, a lot a lot of things I don't remember, but I remember that, and that's during the time at the same time. As the Monster Lab or no? That that was prior to the Monster Lab. Oh, oh really? no, well, no, it was the same time. What what am I saying? Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they overlapped. Yeah, they did. That was that was uh, 2009. The Monster Lab was like, I was in there from, I think 2005 to 2015. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. They're long. I was, enough, I was in I there 10, 11 years. At the wow. Monster Lab. Yeah. That's cool. And then, no spot after that was kind of the last spot. Yeah, after that, well, you just decided. they basically, the place was bought, you know, oh, right. by uh, an investment. Right, now they by want the New real York, rent. 
by the Mets, believe it or not. No, no, and it was just like a tax write-off. They kind of started evicting all the tenants. Uh, so it's still sitting there vacant, pretty much, yeah, the whole it's so building. Stupid, it's so yeah. stupid. It's a great historical building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could do something with it, you know, Yeah. loft apartments. So they just or, gave everybody notice that you yeah, got it Well, yeah, they, they let us stay in there for a while. And after, you know, a couple of our events, they used it as an excuse to boot us out. And, yeah. um, what a drag. Yeah, we used to throw these parties up there. Yep, I remember. They were good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then, um, so no more spots after that. That was it. No, was the that? spot was my bedroom. Just yeah, like yeah, I, had, yeah. I had my own little setup, and that was around two, 2015, I think. Yep. Or maybe 20, a little bit later. Yeah, maybe the time's come. Yeah, it was right about, right on. Got to get another spot. Yeah, time's here to get another, at least a spot that I can just throw on my junk in. Maybe this is, Turn up my amps loud. Is a skeleton spot still? <laughs> What's going on over there? That's in the cards. <laughs> I should the skeleton check it out. spot, yeah. And then I don't know when. What else? So just gigs, gigs, and gigs, and gigs, gigs, and gigs, and gigs, and gigs. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would do a lot of them. Yeah, Ray would always come up with something. Yeah, gigs. There, we always we used to do some pretty cool gigs too over there uh, in your neighborhood at uh, what the um, what was Melissa's place called? Oh, Jake's. Jake's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a spot there. for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are they still in existence? Um, the, it's a different. He owns the building. It's a different restaurant now. Oh right, right. So yeah, no more karaoke there. No, no, oh, no more was, karaoke. That that's a, that's fine. I don't that care. I'm still in. I'm still in town. Yeah, that was fun. That was a whole. <laughs> that, other, was, that was a whole other level. A whole other chapter <laughs> of whatever. But yeah, always doing gigs with Ray wherever. The off, usually the off night things you would yeah. score like the we're gonna remember we what what night was the Russian lady those that was rough those were rough yeah what that was night? like a Tuesday yeah, night like a Tuesday every Tuesday every Tuesday we played the Russian lady to nobody to nobody every once in a while you get drifters in <laughs> and the, drifters. and you know we were basically like a private band for Jerry he just loved it yeah yeah he didn't care yeah. he, you know he yeah. just liked the, all the different vibes because. Some yeah. random people would come in, and yeah. sometimes nobody would come in. Yeah. Other times it'd be an event. But one of the best runs we had, remember when we played uh, at Sully's every Thursday for like yep. a year yep. or two years? And sometimes John Corvo was the drummer, and I was percussionist, that which was, was great. cool, too. That yeah, was that so, was, yeah. I remember doing a lot a of gigs one. where sometimes you guys would do double drums. Oh, yeah. Those sure. were my favorite. Yeah. He's we, one of my favorite drummers. And you guys would just blend together like... Yeah. Well, when I played percussion with him, it was just a good excuse to hear him to hear him play, and I would just get out of the way and play as little as possible and just check it out. I was like, "This is cool." But you guys were both so musical that there was never any clusterfuck. No, there is no clusterfuckery no, never, ever. Never. No, I mean he's one of the greatest. So that, that's how that works. Yeah, you just let him do his. We thing. got we got to bring we got to pull that back. By the way, I'm getting making a band notes back together, for every man. time you swore, so oh. we could post. Oh, that's, sorry. That's okay. No, you're up to three. That's I am. Right. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> It's all right. I'm, 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 I don't. We don't know. At some point, we're just going to tip over, and be our and be adult. But I'm trying to keep. I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, trying to okay. keep, it doesn't matter. But that's what I'm doing. I'm like, okay. I started getting relaxed. <laughs> that's all right. I don't, we might let it. We might let it happen. It doesn't matter. We're good as long as we keep it to it. anyway. But yeah. Oh yeah. No. Those. That was fun. The Sully's gigs. That was the scene for how, a while. How many? John Peckman podcasts are there now? Is this 40? 
40. This is 4-0. Really? Yeah. And we haven't missed one week. You're kidding no. me. No. We never met, we never skipped a week. I skipped one week. I was sick. We're talking about before I wasn't here for one week. Wow. However long 40 is. I've I thought you were going to tell me it's like, you know, it's been like 15, like a long nope. season. No. That's yeah, impressive. We're, so we're, we're 40 in and we're not even, I'm not even close. So the next step is for anybody who's paying attention is we are here in the studio. Like Ray is actually here in this room. Um, when we get our remote thing together, I'm just going to have anybody ever. Then it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, yeah. I, then, then the list gets bigger. Like I've, I still have a big list of people I can drag into this room. But then when we get remote and we go beyond that, I'm just going to ask anybody. And all they're going to do is say no. Yeah. You know, I don't care at that point. You know, I'm hoping we'll raise the, 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 uh, our visibility a little bit. So that if I start cold calling, cheap trick or whatever maybe yeah, who knows maybe you, never know. maybe you never know you don't you never know and i don't the worst thing that's going to happen is they'll say no exactly what, what do i care we'll be here anyway i'll get somebody so that's the plan half of those guys are probably bored out of their heads they might be you know three yeah, quarters might. of the year anyways. yeah they, yeah you never know i would nothing to lose we got to get like some of the old crew down here though and do like you know four people at once or yeah something. we could we be, could do that we're ready to do that, that. would be tremendous we're, we got it we got it yeah so I, I keep saying this. We got. I got a couple of things we want to do. Yeah, we got to get into that. Get a round table. I'm gonna do drum only. I'm gonna get a drum set up here and have drum guests on, and we're gonna play. There's a blue screen, green screen, purple screen, whatever. We got green screen, oh, green screen back great. there. Yeah. So you know, we're, we're hopefully, great. hopefully, we're gonna get. If I can get my act together, this is gonna. Hmm. I still have it in mind to do another music club before I die. No. Well, so. Don't die. Don't ever die. <laughs> and you'll have all the time in the world. I'm in no rush. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm in no rush. Totally. Um, so playing gigs with your sister. My daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah, your sister, your My daughter. sister, I don't think those gigs would have come out as good. As <laughs> <laughs> your sister's not musical? Uh, she dances. You know, are you I have guys, two sisters. She, she, yeah, they, they Are you they the dance. only musician in the I'm band? the only musician. Wow. Yeah. I know because I've heard your brother try to sing. <laughs> <laughs> He whistles really well. Oh, though. Well, he should have whistled. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, the playing gigs with the tipping chair—that's another new kind of spot. You right, can get things done over there, over in Southington. Yeah, I like that. Jeff Vitti's doing a good job. Yeah, he's there. a great guy. He's a cool he's, dude. I hope that place succeeds. It's just like the weirdest location. It looks like it's in a black hole. You can drive by it. Yeah, but yeah. once you get in there, it's yeah, like, yeah, wow, you're this like, place is awesome. Yeah, place is awesome. Well, he's been at it a while. Yeah, he mu he must have while. something figured out by now. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, I hope. I hope not. But yeah, there's that. Playing gigs with your daughter. Um you want you uh are you you're still doing you're still doing the day gig. Can yeah, I, can I, can, I plug you? Can yeah, I just please, be honest? I, I mean it's other things. So tell us what you do. I am what they call an MLO, mortgage loan originator. Okay. So my job is to uh put people in figure out the best financing opportunities for them when they're buying a house or refinancing. Yeah. I've been doing that like 10 years. Wow. It's been that long. It's been that long. It went fast. Yeah. And well, years went pretty smoothly. All I, that's all. That's the only reason I bring it up. All I know is that Ray helped my wife and I get the mortgage for the house of our dreams. And it went smooth, smooth, smooth. Thank the you. best. Well, it's just the truth. I mean, you know, I, it, it was awesome. So, I don't know if and you guys got into it just ooh, in time. 
right now, forget it. Forget it. I know. I think about it. And it was a frustrating process finding the house even as it was, from what I recall. Yeah, yeah. We we, we know how lucky we got, but, you know, you did a great job. So if anybody needs that service, you or the dude. Appreciate that. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, Let's get into the... uh, we're getting close. We're getting close to the end. Anything else you want to jump off into? Um, no, I mean, that sums it up. The Monster Lab, you know, that was a lot. Of, my whole kind of career until recently has been centered around around music and yep. and audio and doing audio gigs, doing music gigs, doing sure. recording gigs. So I've been pretty, pretty lucky to be able to make a living at it, you know. Yeah, I went to the dark side, you know, and went into finance 10 years ago, but... <laughs> It gives me the That's opportunity. That's the light side. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the dark side. Tales from the dark side. That's what this is. Yeah. No, I'm looking at it the other way. But you know, the, the the good thing about my day job is I can do it on my own schedule. Mm-hmm. So I can take I can take gigs, and then just wake up, open up my laptop in bed, and get, get my work to work. Done. You get yep. to work, you know. Otherwise, if I had to ring a bell, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, I, I hear you, man. I think a lot of us are in the same kind of scenario. Our musician people, type people, whatever we are. If anything good came out of pandemia, it, it's that that you know people are uh, able to work yep. where they are. Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of cool. It seems to me slightly, maybe possibly, that people are appreciating live music a little bit more, or at least the people who still appreciate it are a little more supportive of it. Hundred percent. After that, you know what I mean, which is kind of nice. I've noticed that people are less. Uh, are more they're they're much more open to paying a cover charge and tipping the van now right they used to be like people would always grumble about it now it's about a five dollar cover yeah (laughs) yeah yeah now it's like okay here you go no problem yeah i'm tired of my bedroom yeah 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 no it's cool i mean even the spot up at the at the farm um carter hill out up in uh where is that marlboro or wherever oh yeah we did that Open. That place was awesome. Yeah, there's people there that are just there to see you, right? Instead of in a bar trying to get their attention. Yeah. Um, even the, though uh, I, the Chicken Shack, the Farm the at Carter shack. Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good time. That's a cool spot. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they have an organ in there. Yep. Yep. B three. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. Dave was there one time. Cool. cool oh, spot. that's right. That's where yeah. you guys met. Probably. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. When. Uh, when Barry Sealand was here. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Yep. Big Bear. Yep. Uh, all right. Wacky. Well, not wacky questions, but well, some of them are wacky. I always say the same thing. I'm just going to ask the questions. Are you, and there is no right answer. I just am curious. Are you a consistent practicer of your instrument? Very inconsistent. Okay. Yeah. Like I will, I'm a binger usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way of my life. So you get on to something. Yeah, I'll binge it. Once I get started, I, I can go, you know, five hours straight. You know, if I, it's just kind of getting my head wrapped into it. Yep. You know, and I can do these, the same thing, you know, reading a book or watching television or, yep. you know, drinking alcohol. Yep, yep. So yep. fortunately, hopefully, you know, I try to focus my binging <coughs> on uh, on guitar. Sure. And, yep. That's cool. All right. Um, Desert Island Albums. A few, one or a few, probably a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, that would define you. Yeah, Jeff Beck, Blow by Blow. Nice, produced by George Martin. Love that right? record. One yeah, of my yeah. favorite records sure. ever. Um, sure. 
Led Zeppelin, No Quarter. I mean, nice. excuse me, Houses of the Holy. Yep. That's funny. Yeah, I like yeah. that one too. Yeah. yeah. That's probably one of my favorite Zeppelin albums. Yeah. Uh, what else might be in there? George Benson, Breezin. Oh, nice. I don't know that Great whole album. Record. That's cool. Great record. He's from Pittsburgh, George Benson. Really? Yep. I did not know that. Mm hmm. What else might not be? That up doesn't there? matter, but. You know, Miseducational Lauren Hill. Okay. I say those are like are some of the that more, covers it there's, covers there's, some there's, there's you know then you know black sabbath i would say sabotage yeah either or that either sabotage or masters of reality oh wow one of those two far out and then the whole sabbath collection i would listen to sure now you know so sabbath was like that was that your band <clears throat> that was my band zeppelin was my band i would say it was kind of neck and neck with zeppelin and sabbath sure and then i used to listen to a lot of blues stuff too johnny winter mm -hmm. and you know, uh, I used to love B.B. King, too, mm -hmm. and listen to, uh, and then, you know, some of the old cool boogaloo jazz stuff, like Jimmy Smith. And, yeah. Yeah. That's, that stuff left an, left, left an impression on me. And I grew up listening to, you know, uh, Spanish composers and classical, Manuel de Falla. Oh, wow. Uh, Albeniz. Um, all, uh, you know, and then French composers, Chopin. My mom was playing this all the time. Wow. And, teaching students yeah so yeah, i yeah. heard her concerts i heard her preparing for concerts all the time my basement my my bedroom was in the basement uh under her for a period of time and so it I filtered was, through it filtered through yeah, i yeah, listened yeah. to her practice while i was that's cool yeah it's kind of cool so you got the best musical the edu the, be the best stuff i think those that's where i kind of got to my sense degree. of of uh of melody was from just being around that genre of classical music yeah you know that's cool that that's awesome that you yeah. get to experience that that young when you don't yeah kind of i didn't know any better yeah i just yeah. was around it all the time heard that's it cool. you know heard my mom practice and her she'd have like is she still alive she is oh yeah she she's is very uh, does she play she's alzheimer-ish oh, okay. she's very but she can still play oh wow she yeah. was getting down at now that i remember we <laughs> played at the very ceiling gig. Yes, she was getting right. down <laughs> she was getting it I remember that. It's amazing wow. how quickly, you know, she faded with, with Alzheimer's, but she can still play piano. It's the weirdest thing, wow. how the mind works. Yeah, it's you never know. The long-term memory gets Crazy. in there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember yesterday. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I don't even know what like, you're talking about uh, right now. I barely know. <laughs> yeah. Where am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you're at the John Peckman <laughs> podcast, man. That's the place to be, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the place to oh, be. Oh, you're going to leave here with a mug and everything, man. I told you. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So Desert Island albums, that's cool. Um, what about, uh, what cuisine of food could you eat only? Like if you had to choose one. Well, that's hard to say because I love to cook. Oh, really? Yeah, I cook a lot. Oh, that's cool. And um, I mean, my my base is like olive oil sure. and garlic. Yeah, so yeah, anything, yeah. anything. I, I could, as long as I got olive oil and garlic, I can eat that freaking yeah, yeah, piece yeah, of yeah, foam yeah, over yeah. there. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'll saute that in, in olive oil and garlic. It'd be good. I don't really have a my problem. That was my family business. My father and my grandfather imported Spanish olive oil. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so that, that's yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, delivering olive oil to restaurants and to people's homes. Yep. Yep. And I was in and out a lot of, a lot of Italian and Portuguese, and, you know, Mediterranean homes. So, yeah, that that's where the cuisine basically. Um, that's cool. Rooted. 
But if it was, let's say, a particular recipe, yeah. I would say, uh, I mean, a simple food, I'd have to go with, you know, I'd have to, I love pizza. Yeah, sure. Can't, you know. Yeah, how can you? Yeah. How can you? Know? For I me, know. some people get sick of pizza. I'll eat cold pizza. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hot yeah. pizza. Yeah, okay. yeah, medium pizza. Medium pizza. Tepid yeah. pizza. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's got to be really bad pizza for me to not to eat it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear you. I'll even do Domino's. I don't mind Domino's <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I can do Domino's in a pinch. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But you, all right. So your favorite pizza place? That's a weird question. I never asked that one yet. Do you have uh, a favorite, or you don't care? Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, the, the one of the best pies that I've had, um, lately is the Maple Tree. And uh, Simsbury Blue. Really? Me. I've never it had was it. Really? Are you good serious? Pie. How'd they do that? I had no idea. You wouldn't expect it. Wow. But man, it comes out with perfect crust wow. and good ingredients. That's crazy. It's, you know. I wouldn't know that. Yeah, it was delicious. The last time I think I gigged there, I uh yeah, yeah. had some pie and it was delicious. I'll have to remember that. I wouldn't have thought. That's funny. I had the um I had Dean Falcone here. I don't I don't know if I don't think you would know Dean, but he great musician he made he had a hand in making the there's a film about new haven pizza because oh from my neck because i'm wallingford but i'm new haven county you know so yeah and uh yeah we're all about peppy sally's or modern like that's our thing from from my area you got to pick one yeah yeah you know or now wasn't there a peppy's or a modern right on route five there in wallingford um or worcester street was it Worcester Street Pizza yeah. you guys had? Oh, yeah. Right, right in Wallingford. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that. Yeah, they're trying. Sorry. <laughs> they're trying to associate themselves. with. They're trying to be part of the club. Yeah, Worcester Street in New Haven is like you go, well, at least from Wallingford, you go there a couple times a year and you wait in line and you do the whole thing. And it's 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 a it's a whole experience. Okay. But anyway. So we're lucky in New England now we so, are. Uh, to have great musicians and great pizza. It's true. It kind of is true. Yeah, everything else sucks. But <laughs> I know no, it doesn't people matter. are no, grumpy as shit. That's not true. That's, so wait, so right, I got a story on. for you. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. no, go ahead. No, make it quick. Go ahead. I got to go ahead. These start. guys, I did a uh, fifty-three minutes. The S word. Got it. I I, I did a, a a producer record for for these guys from from New Jersey. Sure. They're uh, they were a Latin band. You know, they they uh, they won some contest, and they would drive up. It was like maybe an hour and a half drive from where they're coming. And to the studio in New Britain, and these guys were, you know, hard in Jersey guys. Sure. And, and and they came up, and they were after like three times of being in New Britain. They're like, people are not too friendly around here, are they? Yeah, <laughs> Connecticut's kind of. I was like, yeah, I don't know, you know. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're yeah. not New Britain, Central Connecticut. We're not known for uh, for charm, I guess. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I guess not. And, and mind you, these are inner city Jersey dudes. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, they get to, came to Connecticut, and they're like, what's with these people? What's with these people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. They got great pizza, great musicians. What's their problem? <laughs> what's their problem, man? Good universities. Yeah. Oh well, I guess everybody's got something to complain about. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. Well, you know what? We could get yeah, out. Of, we could get out of here. Do you have anything you want to add? That no, man. It's uh. It's just, uh, yeah, I've been uh, looking forward to this. I mean, you need you're, a you're spot. Doing a, you're doing a great thing here. Oh, thanks. I, mean, I appreciate it. 
Um, and I'm impressed that it's been 40 it's episodes already. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's yeah. like three seasons. Yeah, I know. And I feel like, you know, my list at home is still long. I have plenty of people I still want to get in here before I even double back. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, we're in the top 10% of Spotify. We're in the top 10% of Spotify. All right. Yeah. Come. To, I'm sorry that you even told me that because I don't want to know. I never want to know um, what the numbers are because I don't want it to affect this process that I have going here, you know, but anyway, all right, you know what? We could get out of here. Here, here. That's your, my brother. Here's your mug. Everybody gets a mug. That is, I was looking at, oh this yeah, is, this is a handsome mug by the way. Well, you know, Dave, the boss, he's in charge of the merch. All right. Yeah. Dave does all the merch. Nice awesome. work guys. Oh, Hey, you know what I mean? All right. I'm proud to be here. Hey, Hey. I'm glad I'm glad you came. You were always on the list. It's like I don't know who's aware that I'm even doing this show. So I just throw it open yeah. because because some people I embarrass myself. I'll, I'll call and go, "You want to be on my They're like, "What show?" And then I have to go, "Well, I got this show." And then other people are like, "When are you going to invite me on?" And I'm, I didn't know. I don't know who's aware of it and who isn't. So at least, you know, we got this done, which was fantastic. So Yeah. One for the books. One for the history books. And yeah, especially considering our history. Well, when we right? finally take the Pandora's lid off the swearing, then we can really tell the stories. <laughs> we can tell the real. Yeah, the real. Well, maybe we'll have the we'll have the we'll have the after dark version. I'm trying where we just re tell the stories because yeah, we got a million million. So that first date that you were down there in my studio, that must have been 1991, right? Could have been. It must have. Could have been. been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's right. another idea. We'll have the John, the John podcast explicit version, and we'll, then <laughs> yeah. we'll, get, we'll get we'll get into. It. Yeah, we'll just have a disclaimer like, don't even listen if you're if you're you know. Then I don't have to. The Killington gigs. Oh God! Don't even. All right, we got to go. That's, uh, Ray Morant, guitar player, singer, writer. There he is. He was here live and in person, right? Thanks, John. Hey, man. Thanks, Dave. I'm glad we did this. The John Peckman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland. If you're watching this on YouTube by any chance, don't forget to like and subscribe or subscribe anyway, no matter how you're doing this, and hit the bell so you won't miss any episodes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. That is all. <laughs>